ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin For testimony, Isaac Marfo, are you here? So clap your hands for our brother Isaac Marfo to come up and give us a testimony. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is Isaac, and I'm from Grace Zone Stroke, Philippines Chapel. Somewhere last month, my wife gave birth at the Pentecost Hospital Medina. And they were admitted for quite a number of days. So I've been visiting them. So in the process of that, as I got to the maternity ward, I saw a certain baby who had also been given birth. It was about two to three months. But, but the baby was having a very serious condition. That the doctor's report confirmed that she was having a hole in the heart. And it was... It was so serious that the baby cannot breathe. The breathing was something that even within a minute, doctors could say that the baby would not survive. So as I've been going there, going there, going there, going there, I saw people like prophets, major pastors come there to pray for this baby. But nothing seemed to happen. And it's like the more the, these pastors from this woman's church pray for the baby, the wider the hole in the heart becomes. So the baby's condition was actually becoming worse that the baby is going to, to die at all costs. So one, one Friday evening, I visited there. But I was at work. And I was about to go. Something told me that go home and then change your attire and put on this t-shirt. What a prophet. What a gift. Amen. Uh, so I was saying that, but the shirt I was wearing is a jacket. It's a powerful shirt. But why should I go and put on this ordinary t-shirt? And the team forced me in a way that I reluctantly go home and then put on uh, this T-shirt. What a prophet, what a gift. So as I got to the hospital, I saw that people over there were crying. Oh, the, the baby, they, they, they referred them that the Saturday they should go to, either they should go to Kolebu because the doctor, over, the medication over there cannot take off because the condition is even worse. So as I was sitting there, all of a sudden, I felt something like fire. Jump out from this, where the rubbish of that. The thing just jumped out of me instantaneously. Then the thing entered me. Then I felt that I became confident, I became bold. Then I began hearing Bishop Dark's voice, like in the form of radio. Then Bishop Dark was telling me that, lay forth your hand over the baby, and then repeat these words after me, exactly as I'm going to say. So I stood up, and I told the people over there, give way, let me pray for this baby. The, woman, the, woman, the people over there were looking at me, like, this guy may not be a serious guy. So they finally allowed me 
and I laid my hand over the baby, and I heard Bishop Dag telling me that, say that, oh, you little girl, I command your soul back to life. Even if dry bone could come back to life, how much more you human being? And by the close of 24 hours, the doctor's report will be changed. So I just said it exactly, and then we went home. That was a Friday evening. Now, Saturday morning, I came to the hospital to visit my wife as I chose to do. Then when I came, the bed in which they were occupied, the bed was empty. Don't forget that because the woman, the, the mother has also developed BP, high blood pressure, because the baby was dying. So the woman was also put under a serious drip. So I saw that the whole bed, every day, thing over there was absolutely empty. So I asked people, where is the mother and the baby? I thought that, oh, finally, finally, the baby died. But they told me that something happened this morning when the doctors came for their routine. The doctor report confirmed that the baby's heart has undergone certain construction that they don't understand. They don't understand. They don't understand. So the doctor found out that there's no hole in the baby's heart anymore. Now, the breathing which the baby cannot breathe, the baby's breathing became normalized. The baby was like a baby who has been given birth as, as a normal baby. There was nothing wrong with the baby. That was the doctor's report because I read from the folder. And not that alone, the mother who was under serious drip and under high, high blood pressure also vanished. So the woman, the BP, there is no more BP. So before I go to the hospital at 8.30 a.m., they have been discharged to go home. They have been discharged to go home. So I met the woman outside. Then the woman called me, and said, brother, were you the one who prayed for my baby yesterday? And I said, yeah, because I was not able to connect. Because the woman was so lean that, and she said, something really happened. The doctor's report shows that we are okay. My baby has no more hole in the heart, and we are free to go home. So the Monday morning, because the, the, the doctors decided the baby in a condition that they were even afraid, because the doctor told me that ever since the clinic was established, they have never recorded this thing. It, it, is, it is unusual. So they asked the woman, bring back the baby for review on Monday morning, because we are not too sure. So the Monday morning, when I met the mother, the doctor's report also confirmed that the baby was better than the day before. Was better than, the baby was sad and healthy. So they have been discharged to go home. And this is a powerful testimony. It is a, it is a serious miracle. That every, everybody over there was amazed. Was amazed. So I want to share this with you that if you are here and you have never felt under the anointing of Bishop Dag, then I'm, I, am, I am very convinced that there is something wrong with your life. Yeah. Because the Hallelujah. man is more than a prophet. So God bless you. Clap your hands. Clap Amen. your hands for Jesus. <laughs> Put your hands together and celebrate the Lord. Wow. What a powerful testimony. Amen.
Jesus did it again. I'm counting my. 
seated and turn your Bibles if you have your Bible with you to Luke chapter 10 and I'm reading from verse 1 after these things the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come Therefore said he unto them, the harvest, the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Carry neither purse, nor scrip, nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. And into whatsoever house you enter, first say, peace be to this house. And if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. Hmm. Lord have mercy. And in the same house remain eating and drinking such <laughs> things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Goodness gracious. Clap for Jesus. <laughs> Go not from house to house and into whatsoever city you enter and they receive you Eat such things as I said before you. Yes. I'm happy today. And heal the sick that are therein. And say to them, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But into whatsoever city you enter and they receive you not. Go your ways out into the streets of the same and say, even the very dust of your city which cleaveth on us we do wipe off against you. Mm. Notwithstanding, be ye sure of this, 
that the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But to that city, that will not receive you. I say to you, that it shall be more tolerable in that day for Sodom. Than for that city. Here ends the reading of our first lesson. Tell them, but be very careful. Luke 22, my second scripture reading. Today we are reading verses. Verse 35. And he said unto them, When I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said, Nothing. We lacked nothing. Then he said to them, But now, he that has a purse, let him take it. Likewise, his scrip. And he that had no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I love you. My third scripture reading, Luke chapter 8. Hmm. It's beautiful. It came to pass that he went to the city and the village preaching and showing the glad tidings. I'm reading from verse 1. Verse 2. And certain women, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom seven devils were taken, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod, Seward, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him of their substance. And ladies and gentlemen, I want to kindly crave your indulgence to read the fourth lesson. And then we have closed a short scripture. Mark 14. Marcus chapter 14. I read from verse 3. I hope you are remembering all the things I'm reading. And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. And she broke it. She broke the box and poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, why was this waste of the ointment made? Why? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against the woman. And Jesus said, let her alone. Leave her alone. I trouble you here. She had wrought a good work on me. It's a good thing. It's a good work on me. For ye have the poor with you always. And whensoever ye will, ye may do good to them. But me, hey, me, 
ye have not always. She had done what she could. She's come aforehand to anoint my body to the burying. Really, I say to you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached, including Bread of Life Cathedral, Fafraha, in 2017, this also that she has done shall be spoken of for a memorial of her. And Judas Iscariot, one of the twelve, went unto the chief priests to betray him unto them. And when they heard it, they were glad and promised to give him money. And he sought how he might conveniently betray him. My dear friends, this morning I've got some few minutes to share the word of God with you. I have enjoyed reading the the wonderful scriptures. I have a short message for you and the title is What It Takes to Win a Soul. What does it take to win a soul? We've seen our wonderful brothers and sisters who have come to join us this month. Oh, and how we celebrate their presence in our lives. But this morning, I want you to mature, to grow up in your thinking, and to understand what it takes to win a soul. When you are not mature, you may think they just appear. One day I was building my house. And my masons and carpenters were calling me. I was driving. I had to give them their money. And I was telling them I'll see them tomorrow. They no, they want the money today. So as I was talking to them in the car, my son, he was a little boy, like seven years. And he said, Daddy, what is happening? He said, it's the workers, they want their money. Then he told me, don't worry. I will pay them. <laughs> yes. I will pay them. So, with what? Say, I've got money. So, where is the money? So, it's at home. So, you use it to pay them. Are you sure? So that I will give it to you. Don't, don't worry again. I'll pay them. And I ask you, how much is it at home? Seven Ghana cities. <laughs> Seven Ghana cities. Ladies and gentlemen, it takes more than seven Ghana cities to build a house. It takes more than good intentions to win a soul. It takes more than zeal to win a soul. That is why today, I want us as a family to grow up in our understanding 
when you live in a house you should have an idea what it took to get the house and when you see a soul it must occur to you what it took to win the soul Jesus sent the disciples and he told them as they were going he gave them a clear message don't don't take any shoes don't take any staff don't take any purse no money no shirt whatever you have just go nothing extra so they went the bible says they came back excited and Christ was happy many chapters later in chapter 22 he asked these same disciples the same question he said when I sent you and told you not to take any money when I sent you without money without a staff without a wallet did you lack anything so we didn't lack anything so okay then right now I'm sending you again this time take your purse make sure you are carrying money take your shoes take a staff and then add a sword and in case you don't have a sword in case there is no sword sell your shirt sell your suit and buy a sword ladies and gentlemen why did Jesus tell them not to take any purse any money, any shoes. Why? He wanted to prove to them that he could help them that, that they didn't need all these things to do the work. But he also proved to them and taught them a lesson. He said this time, go again take a staff take shoes take money and buy a sword ladies and gentlemen to win a sword you need a wallet to go out to win a sword you need a sword yes you need a sword the same Jesus who told them not to go with a sword told them this time to go with a sword and actually that those who didn't have a sword should sell their clothes to buy a sword. Why? Because not everywhere you preach the gospel is safe. I said not everywhere you preach the gospel is safe. And preaching on the subject what it takes to win a soul that it takes a sword to win a soul you can go somewhere 
and you need to have a sword as a pastor. Yes, one of these days I'm going to have a bodyguard. Yes, a bodyguard. Come and stand here. You're my bodyguard from today. Yes. When you see a pastor with a bodyguard, be very careful what you say. Yeah, pastors have been preaching in the church. Stop. But they, don't move. Stand there. Don't move. He doesn't even know how to do his work. Pastors have been attacked as they were preaching. Yes. yes. Attacked. What does it take to preach the gospel? It takes a bodyguard to preach Jesus said, take a sword. It was the only item he said, if you don't have one, make sure you sell your lace. The lace blouse. Is it blouse? What is this? The dress is what? Blouse or kaba. Yes. Your lace kaba. Sell it. Go. See, this is golden lace. Make sure you've got a sword. Ladies and gentlemen, today I want to tell you, as we go about having crusades, when you see a pastor whose heart is for souls, what does it take? It takes shoes. It takes shoes. To win a soul. To have extra shoes. It takes a staff. A pastor must have something he leans on. To win a soul. It takes a purse. A purse. To win a soul. It takes a bodyguard. This is Jesus. This is not a discussion between James and Philip. This is Jesus. He, he said, take it. Take that. Take those. And the one who doesn't have a sword. What does it take to win a soul? It takes somebody's house. It it takes somebody's house. And I'm obefieso. He said, when you enter a city, any house you see, enter it. Enter it. Enter the house. Only two things can happen to you. Into whatever house you enter, you just just enter it. Just try and knock. And say, I'm an evangelist. I've come to stay in your house. Yeah. Yeah. I live at Medina. But I'm now in Shama preaching. I want a place to say I've come. Only two things can happen to you. They will receive you. Give you a room. I'm preaching about what it takes to win a soul. That it takes somebody's house to win a soul. And they'll say, Come inside. They'll give you food. Eat it. They'll give you minerals. Drink it. And when you drink it, make sure you go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm ending now. Or what do they do? 
They will slam the door in your face. Say, no, 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 no. No, you don't want this a, this a, this a family. This is a close family. We don't want disturbance. When I sleep, I snore. I don't want any outsider to come and hear me snoring in my room. And he said, if they don't keep you, if they don't give you the house, leave the house. Leave the house. But when you are going, take your peace with you. I didn't know till this morning that a, a man of God has got peace. Be very careful. A man of God has got peace. Peace that he can live in your house. And he says that if you do, if they don't receive you, take your peace with you. Yes. Take your peace. So if the man takes his peace with him, what is left in your house? My dear friend listening to me today, the work of God requires a staff. Sometimes God will come and ask you for your room. Sometimes God will come and ask you for your banku and okra soup. Be very careful. Not to shut the door. Not to shut the door. Because shutting your door at a man of God's request means shutting your life out of peace. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight I'm going to have a fundraising service to raise funds for the preaching of the gospel for our father's ministry healing Jesus crusade and some of you will forget some of you intentionally you will forget that I am announcing that there will be a fundraising service here tonight. Some of you will intentionally take sleeping tablets at 5 o'clock. That's 5 p.m. You sleep at 5 p.m. But ladies and gentlemen, God bless those who will open their treasure. Who will open their homes. Who will give their lands. Who will give, you see, let me tell you something as I end. We are not the same. When God gives you a house, He knows you that you have a house. He knows you. Sometimes you think, look, you can go and hide at Brekum to build a house, but He knows that you got a house. And, 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 and you see, you can buy a shirt with money, you can buy shoes with money. But you cannot buy peace with money. Some of you, you are 
Listen carefully as I end. That is why in your life you must leave a little space to minister to the people who go out to win souls. That word peace represents all the things you cannot buy with a million dollars. Listen very carefully. Because when Jesus was in Bethany, a woman came with an alabaster box. Alabaster box. And she broke the box. And poured out oil. Perfume that was expensive. And when he poured out the perfume, there were some people in the in the house who were angry. Yeah, there are certain people who feel that the work of God does not deserve expensive things. They rather give their money to MPP. They'll give their money to NDC. They'll give their money to old boys and old girls. But when it comes to the work of God, they don't want to give anything. They were angry that the woman had poured her perfume on Jesus. Listen to me very carefully today. God has sent me to inform you. Once a while, he will give you an opportunity to support a man or a woman who is preaching the gospel because it takes more than zeal to win the gospel it takes more it takes a staff it takes shoes it takes a wallet it takes clothes it takes somebody's house, it takes somebody's kenke, somebody's jollof rice, and somebody's malta guineas for the work of God to be done. But always, there are people, and some of you are here like that. Some of you sitting here are like that. You feel that your money should not be given to the work of God. Think of the money you've given to girlfriends. Boyfriends. Some of you girls have used your money to cook for men and cook for girls who never married you. But what you don't know is that God also wants you to leave a space in your finances to support his work. And I'm saying to today that God's work Jesus also deserves expensive alabaster boxes and spike nuts. Yeah, that the work of God also deserves $10,000 seed. Yes. The work of God also deserves $1,000 seeds. The tile you are sitting on. Somebody use his dollars to buy the tiles. It's not church money. Somebody's money to buy the tiles. He, he, he did the tiles and butchers that your buttocks are sitting on. Yes, and some of you sitting here today, you come around, you enjoy. 
But you don't want to contribute anything. Tonight, eh? And then you may it's an opportunity to, to receive peace in your life. That's what I'm saying to you that take sleeping tablets. Forget about it. Go and rest in the house. Yes. Re- withhold what you have. And you realize that you will have it in your hand. But you, one day you'll be looking for something man, that money in your hand cannot buy. That's when you realize that when you see Evangelist Daggy or Mel standing there, he's a holder of your peace. Tonight is a night of expensive seats. It takes precious things for the work of God to be done. Joseph of Arimathea, he gave his tomb. Those, those, see, those were the mark of, of riches. The tomb, a man with his own tomb. It's not a small thing. He gave it, buried the body in it. Tonight, and I'm sure there are some of you who are saying that, Pastor, but why are you mentioning 10,000, 1,000? How about those of us also who can give only 5 Ghana or 20? By the way, you, 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 you've got more than 5 Ghana. Don't bring yourself. Tonight we are bringing our best to support our father. But if all, all you have is five Ghana, it's ten Ghana. Why not? I didn't see. There was a little boy. All he had was five loaves and two fishes. The people were five thousand. What can five loaves do to five thousand? But Jesus said, I like it. Jesus likes your ten Ghana. He likes your five Ghana. And by the way, that boy became a star. So, in the ministry, there's a place for those with alabaster boxes. And there's also a place for those with only five loaves and two fishes. There's a place for those with 10,000 Ghana cities. And there's also a place for those with 10 Ghana cities. But remember, I, I want to end from where I began. He sent them to make a point to some people like you. He said, don't go with anything. I will provide. We had a very large crusade two days ago at uh, Adenta Community Park. We took only three weeks or two and a half or weeks or so to prepare. We've had crusades we have prepared with three months. Three more, more four months. We didn't see, we have never seen what we saw. Why? Because it is God. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, it is God. What is he saying? He's saying that he's saying that without your five thousand cities, the soul will be one. Without your ten thousand Ghana cities, we will still go to Swaziland. Without your thousand dollars, we will still go. But you are the one denying your life of the peace 
that is resting on the man of God. Yes. You know, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. I, I've always thought that he's the only one with I, I didn't know till this one as I was reading it in the first service. I realized as I stand here, I have got peace. So yes. Last three weeks, I removed my peace from somebody's life. I, I took it back. Whatever is left of that person's life, I don't know what is there. I, I, I don't yeah. But there's a certain peace that can, could have come upon that person that that person will never see till the Watch me carefully. As I stand in front of you with my second hand set. If I tell you that we are going to support the evangelism, give some money, and you come and you give me five Ghana cities, one you could give five thousand. Be careful because you are reducing your peace in your life. If you're not a small boy with five loaves, why do you want to make yourself a small boy with five loaves? Look at the gray hairs you have. Why are you making yourself a 12-year-old boy with five loaves? Tell yourself. And tonight, eh, any grown anybody with alabaster box. Who comes to give us five loaves? You will remain at the five loaves level for the next 20 years. As we are here, you don't even know what it takes. Last yesterday, as we were fixing this, somebody's finger almost got crossed. You don't understand what it takes for the chair you are on. The message I'm preaching, you don't know what I've even been through to preach what I'm preaching. But God doesn't care. All he says is that give your room. When that man sleeps in your house, he is actually bringing peace. But there are some, they will shut the door. As I'm preaching now, there are some of you who have got $2,000, $1,000, $5,000. As I'm preaching now, you are angry. And what you don't know is that in Mark, Mark described you also. That there are always some people who have indignation. When, when there's a need to give to God, they are angry. That's why no matter what you earn and no matter how great you are, you will never be memorialized. Your memory will be an ephemeral memory. It just comes and goes. But there are some people, they don't have much. Look at me today. I'm preaching about the five loaves and two faces. That little boy. Yes. As you support the work of God, may your memory live on. Amen. And on. Amen. Like I, I, I said, some of them give us these styles. Whoever the man is, whatever the woman is, whoever he is, whether he is alive or he's dead, we will still mention his name for as long as we are standing on that house. What does it take to win a soul? 
It takes your five loaves to win a soul. It takes your alabaster box to win a soul. It takes a sword to win a soul. It takes a purse to win a soul. But tonight, may the peace of God come upon those who will remember to return here with a seed. And those who don't care, go away go away we'll take our peace back Tonight, I leave you to yourself but I pray that tonight together, together those with alabaster boxes those with tombs those of you sitting here who support MPP with your how much do you give every year how much, how much money do you give every year oh you don't pay sorry I thought you were giving something but <laughs> <laughs> be very careful be very careful yes we are going to direct our resources towards the kingdom of God we are supporting the work of God it is Jesus who sent them Jesus sent our father to Mozambique in two weeks or two so we are going to Zambia his peace is going to Zambia. I'm happy they have opened their borders for us to enter. You also bring your bread. Bring your fish. Bring your uh, lamb Bring everything. So that the peace that is resting on God's servant will also come upon your head. Stand to your feet. Ask your neighbor, what time will you take your sleeping tablet this evening? What time will you take your sleeping tablet? Close your eyes as we close. Everywhere, upstairs, outside, everywhere. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. I'm happy you came to church today. Last week, some people came here because of rice. But I'm happy you are not following God because of rice. Yes, that you are following him because of the grace of God. Lift up your two hands and pray. Ask the Lord to touch you to touch your heart to sow a seed support the work of God it takes more than zeal to win a soul pray father touch my heart touch my heart I need peace I'm going to marry I need peace I am married I need peace have mercy on me in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Every eye closed. Everybody close your eyes. Please put your hand down. Bring your hand down. Everybody close your eyes. Somebody here wants to give his life to Jesus. You want to be born again. Today. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. If you are here like that, 
Lift up your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Lift up your hand. You want to give your life to Christ. You want to be born again. Yes. Yes. I see your hand. Lift it high. Lift your hand high. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Christ. Outside. Wherever you are. If your hand is up. Come to me right now. Quickly. Take your Bible, take your notebook, and come. Come to the front. Here. Yes, come. Let me pray for you. Lift your two hands and say this prayer after me. Lift your hands and say, Heavenly, say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, today, today, I come to you. I come to you. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I'm a sinner. I'm far from you. I'm far from you. But today, but today, I return. I return to the cross. To the cross. Where the blood of Jesus flows. Where the blood of Jesus flows. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Please wash my sins. Please wash my sins. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. From today. From today. I declare. I declare I am born again. I am born again. Oh God. Oh God. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. I'm starting my journey. I'm starting my journey. I'll follow you. I'll follow you. I'll walk with you. I'll walk with you. This is my church. This is my church. I've got pastors. I've got pastors. I've got brothers. I've got brothers. I'll walk with them. I'll walk with them. I've turned my back. I've turned my back. To the old ways. To the old ways. I'm starting a new life. I'm starting a new In life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. What a blessing. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend. Keep listening and keep living passionately for God.